0: Hey there, welcome to The Real Barman Podcast. This episode first aired as a video on my YouTube channel. As always, any links mentioned in the episode will be listed in the show notes. Enjoy. Hello and welcome. Today I'm going to give you the exact portion sizes you should be setting as a standard in your bar and you will be shocked by how much money it will save you. Let's get it on. Hey there, Dave Alred, the real barman from BarPatrol.net. Today in part three of our Bar Maximizer series, we are going to piggyback off the last episode in which we talked about glassware and the sizes you should be using in your bar. If you haven't seen that video yet, go ahead and click on the title appearing right now and go watch it and then come back here. Did you watch it or did you just stay here like a cheater? I'm watching you. Okay, I'll have to trust you on that. Today in this episode, we're talking about how much to put in those perfectly sized glasswares you now have in your bar. But first, if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do so now so you don't miss out on any of my bar management tips and tricks and specialized education so you can be super smart and impress people with your bar management acumen and sagacity. See? Think of the vocab words you would have missed if you didn't watch this episode. Take that, Thesaurus.com. Okay, enough of that. So I find when I speak with owners or managers, about half of them know what their portion sizes are. And the other half kind of crinkle their brow and think about it. Or they holler over their shoulder, Hey Mike, what's our portion for like a Jack and Coke? Or they try to sputter out some answer, but they can't bullshit me. I can tell within two seconds what their standards are, and if they know their portion sizes. So hopefully you know your portion sizes, but if you don't, it's okay. That's what I'm here to help with because portion sizing is one of the most important things you can do in your bar and kitchen. And if you sell more food than booze, it's going to be mega important that you set up some standards in your kitchen, have some pre-portioned baggies with the food put in there, how much lettuce, how many beans, whatever, that can just dump it into the pot or the bowl, or the kettle, or the pail, or whatever receptacle they might be using, as well as ladles or other utensils so they can portion out an exact amount. But today we're talking specifically about the bar. And if you haven't seen my video yet on how much overpouring just one half ounce per drink can cost your bar, you're going to want to go watch that video right here. All right. And the thing to remember is that Portion sizes is all about systemizing and you want to make sure that once you set that standard that you're able to enforce it, which you can do with any good inventory system. So without further ado, let's go over my suggested portion sizes. You don't have to follow them exactly. Just remember if you have a different portion size than I suggest that you price your drinks correctly so you hit your cost percentage numbers. Okay, let's do the shrinky dink thing so I can get out of the way here. Alright, let's start with the basics. So we're going to start with a shot or like a mixed drink, like a Jack and Coke, gin and tonic, anything like that. That should be 1.5 ounces. Again, if you want to pour 2 ounces, just make sure you price it correctly. For neat or like a brandy and a snifter, again, I still recommend 1.5 ounces. A lot of people like to do 2 ounces. Just make sure you're pricing appropriately. You see a theme here. And then for wine, wine's pretty basic, and most of the people hit this right. It is six ounces for wine pours. Uh, A good thing to do, especially for beginning bartenders, is get a wine glass, Fill it up with water, measure six ounces out, and then put a little splash of either uh, cranberry or grenadine in there. So, And then put it up on the bar there where they're pouring wine, and then they can pour an exact amount every time, and they won't be overpouring. And it trains them how much six ounces is. Uh, very convenient. For martinis, we're going to talk more about martinis in a second. This is one of the most overpoured drinks. If you ever want to go out and get hammered and get the best bang for the buck, go order martini. It's a $2 upcharge in most bars, and you're going to get a lot more than the... Um, Two ounces or two and a half ounces, three ounces that most bars pour. I believe that most bars are pouring around four ounces for their martinis because they feel like they need to fill up the martini glass. I'm going to show you a demonstration in just a second. I recommend two and a half ounces for the martini pours. Like I said, most bars are doing a $2 upcharge. If you order an $8 liquor, you're getting usually an extra shot for two bucks. We talked about that in the perceived value video. Um, That's going to be your best value, but it's really bad if you're a bar owner. Uh, champagne, champagne is usually five ounces. Um, a lot of people serve the champagne splits, so you don't have to worry about it. Uh, port, ports are usually three ounces because they're kind of expensive. It's a dessert wine. You get the smaller glasses and, and pour a three ounce pour. And then finally, when we're talking about beer, beer is a whatever size the glass is. It's duh. It's going to be 16 ounces, 22 ounces. Can't possibly over pour that one unless you're pouring a bunch of foam down the drain. But there's, you know, that's not based on your portion size. And then before we go, I'm going to do a quick demonstration for you on martini pours that just might blow your mind a little bit. I used to do this for bartender trainings, for bar patrols, for local clients to show them exactly what happens when you fill a martini glass all the way to the top. So I even have an old video of myself giving this demonstration. So let's go over. There's me, a younger and a handsomer version of myself. And what I want you to look at here is the level of liquid in the glass because this is where guests start bitching that there's a lot left at the top but this is a standard portion based on the two and a half ounces and if your bartenders will fill their shaker up and pour the liquid in and shake it up or stir it it will dilute the liquid so it'll fill up even further and then if you put an olive or an onion or a twist in there the displacement will move the liquid even higher so people are always bitching that they want it filled to the top this is why i don't recommend getting giant martini glasses so i'm going to roll this here let's roll this and then what I'm going to do here is fast forward just a little bit. We don't need to see me talking, blah, 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 And then what we're going to see is I'm going to hold the glass up here again. And what we're talking about is that inch at the top, even more than an inch right at the top. And I'm going to take some saran wrap here and we're going to put it over the top. This is what I used to do in the bar trainings to show the bartenders when people ask you to fill it to the top of the martini glass here what's going to happen. So when I flip this upside down, you can see the liquid because the glass is so wide, it only shows about an inch there. That's less liquid than it was the space at the top. So when they want you to fill it the rest of the way, you can see it's only an inch there. And if I flip it back over, essentially what you're doing is giving them an extra martini. All right, fill it to the top. Well, now you have a double martini. That's why you can't fill it to the top. And so if people are still bitching and moaning, what I used to do is bring out three or four shot glasses, especially if they're like an uh, ounce and a half, and I would pour the liquid in. It would fill up like three and a half shot glasses, and they would look at it and go, ew, it's all alcohol, so that's all you have to do. And then I would pour it back in the martini glass or shake it up for them again, and they'd be happy. There you go, standardized portion sizing for your bar, plus a little martini glass magic trick for your entertainment. I should have worn my cape and top hat. Next time. Until then, I'm Dave Arred. I hope you're using these bar profit maximizer techniques to make a million dollars. Next time, we'll be talking about dead stock and why it's killing your bar in more ways than one. Get it? Dead stock. Killing. Never mind. I'm out. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I would be very grateful to have your positive rating and review at the same location you downloaded it. If you have any questions or comments, connect with me at my YouTube channel, Dave Allred, The Real Barman, or on one of my websites, barpatrol.net for inventory management, orderpatrol.net for mobile ordering, or my main site, therealbarman.com. Thanks for being here. I will see you next time.